playing with Velvet Tom. And now, your host with really bad timing, Velvet Tom. Hey there, Velveteers. This is lover, loser, legend, Velvet Tom. Welcome back to Bad Timing with Velvet Tom. This is episode four, part two, with my nutty conversation with Ariel Hartman. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, since we last posted a show uh, a couple of Sundays ago, uh, the world has been in protest over the murder of Minneapolis resident George Floyd by the hands of the Minneapolis Police Department. And this time, they just did it right there on the street. You know, they didn't wait to throw somebody in a van. They didn't kill him at processing. They did it right there, knee on the neck, in front of everybody. And the evidence was so crystal clear that the four officers involved in pinning this one black man down. Uh, all are seeing charges. I don't know if they'll see convictions. One had their charge upgraded from third to second degree murder. Uh, will they ever be able to pr prove premeditation? Well, since there is... A racial disparity in this country that people need to recognize which is the whole basis of Black Lives Matter admitting there's a problem and understanding it once and for all but I just don't think some people get that these disparities affect everybody most of us get to move around this planet not having to look over our shoulder every day that this might be our last day on earth because it might be at the hands of some authority figure to take it away. George Floyd is not the only name Brianna Taylor, shot in her bed by law enforcement. Sandra Bland, that is one of the more mysterious of being killed in police custody. George Floyd's murder happened on a Memorial Day. We were supposed to be celebrating those who fought and even died in war. But <clears throat> one of my old assignments was to write a paper on a war veteran. And I had six uncles who were combat veterans from World War II. And I interviewed my Uncle Russ. And he saw some exciting action was pretty pleased to talk about it. Chasing Nazis across northern Africa in... Patton's tank division heading to Italy after the people 
overthrew the Mussolini regime, stormed Parliament, drug him and his family, which was also his cabinet, out into the middle of the square, strung all of them upside down, beat them and shot them to death, and left them there as the symbol of fascism being over in Italy. My Uncle Russ got to see that. One of his tank mates got to record it from a camera that he found amongst the rubble that still worked. Took pictures of Mussolini that were so inspiring. Those pictures made the cover and a spread in Life magazine for that week. Uh, my uncle showed me that picture. It was a, an original print that was bookmarking a page in his Masonic Bible because he was a Shriner. He drove around in the little cars and parades and everything, wore a fez, uh, raised money to help sick children. Uh, but before that, because uh, I was there interviewing him, and he was talking about being a Shriner, my Aunt Alice, his wife, interrupted and said, well, he was a part of another group before that, when he came back from war. And that kind of pissed my Uncle Russ off because he didn't want to have to talk about his six months in the KKK when he came back from war. Disenfranchised soldiers were being scooped up into all sorts of gangs and fascist organizations like the KKK were waiting with open arms to recruit and they recruited my uncle Russ and my uncle Cy who he also got to serve next to so him and his brother joined the clan and it was only for about six months because the schedule was too inconvenient for my uncle Russ him and my uncle Alice told me a story about clans guys coming by at 3 a.m., knocking on their window, going, hey, we're going to go burn a cross in such and such yard. And my Uncle Russ saying, I got to get up for work in three hours. No. And so eventually, my Uncle Russ, my Uncle Cy, quit the KKK because they couldn't keep the same schedule. In fact, my uncle said, I decided that I could hate black people on my own time. And then that's basically the zombiness that most people have been in, is the casual racism of quiet hate or quiet insignificance. Why did just Italy and Japan and Germany have to be better. Why did they have to be better? My Uncle Russ went over and chased fascism across Northern Africa. He tried to help keep the peace after fascism was overthrown in Italy. Why didn't America try to do better after that? You know, 
the Superman radio show did a multi-episode storyline about Superman versus the KKK. You can go to YouTube and listen to these radio shows. It was first introduced to me that it even exists through Drunk History. Drunk History has a whole thing on it where somebody infiltrated the KKK, learned all of their secrets, secret handshakes, learned everything, took that back and wrote multiple episodes where Superman, the Man of Steel, powered by the sun, was taking on the KKK. That's how powerful people thought that organization was. And now, in the 21st century, we're still battling back fascism. And we're still rooting out racism. And people are struggling with it so hard. People are struggling with the idea of giving up their luxury of casual racism. And then there's just some boys out there who just straight up hate, who are part of hate groups and proud of it. Well, I welcome you out into the sunlight because I do believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant. My guest, you know her, you love her, if you listen to episode three, Ariel Hartman, who, since we recorded, has been out protesting. She's been on the streets protesting, donating. We hope you can donate too. Ariel is a model, I mentioned. And uh, she does uh, art modeling. And one of the projects uh, that she has coming up today, actually, at 7 p.m., is the Secret Grotto costume drawing. She's been doing it ever since quarantine came. It's every Monday. Tonight is Marilyn Monroe-themed. And all proceeds will be donated to Bail Project. They are an excellent organization who do so much for so many. Join our thousands of donors who are helping us post bail for people who cannot afford it, reuniting families and restoring the presumptions of innocence one person at a time. So go by Facebook on her page, Arielle Hartman. You can also reach her on Instagram at YesLikeTheMermaid for more information. Now, get ready to just do chores, folks, because this is ridiculous silliness. Two hours of it, of us watching music videos and singing along to it. But this is a time capsule of what it felt like right before the earth changed for the better. Enjoy us. Your quick review of Cats. Quick review is it's a movie that never needed to be made. <laughs> I 
do so a lot of people hate on the show cats because it's like popular but that was the first musical i ever saw when i was like five or six and when you're five or six that show is awesome it's singing and dancing cats i'm sure if i had seen that as an adult for the first time i would have been like what the fuck is this so i had to wonder if the movie experience wasn't just that where it seemed like if I, the thing of it is, is I was like, maybe if I was a kid, I would enjoy this. But all of the cats in the movie are like weirdly sexual, like all the time. There's just a lot of like shouldering. There's a lot of, you know, like it's, it's, it's creepy. And, and you end up with a crush on one of the cats at the end and you don't get to choose. The cat chooses you. <laughs> it's like the ghost at the end of the haunted mansion. <laughs> it's like it follows you home. <laughs> Well, it's got to be the Taylor Swift cat. I mean, that's got to be the one that you got a crush on. That was so awkward. No, me? No. Well, not you, but I'm just oh. saying, like, the audience. I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah. At the end, the audience says, so you have a crush on the Idris Elba cat, because why not? No. No? No. Was it the James Corden cat? <laughs> no. Or the Judy Dench cat? Which cat? Which celebrity cat was it? Which, 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 by the way, all these celebrities are totally denouncing this film. They're like, I was in that? I didn't know. I just showed up and got into a cat suit and showed up on a green screen is all. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I was in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that they got, I mean, oh, they got such good actors for it. It, it just. Yes. Like everybody was so what what's the director's name again? Um I don't know. It's the same guy that did Les Mis. And everybody was so mad at him for that version of Les Mis. The fact that they would give him another movie musical to do was kind of like Guys, this is on you. This is this is really? pretty This is like giving this is like giving M Night Shyamalan another movie to do, really. Well, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like, M. Night, but I mean, most people walk away pretty befuddled by his movies. They're well, like, but also, just to stick up, just to stick up for my boy M. Night. Um, all right, stick up for M. Night. Well, no, okay, like, okay, so his, The Sixth Sense was like the first big, huge thing out there, loved and it. everybody was like, ah, Loved it, loved Unbreakable. Loved it. You know what? And then I, the I studio split. just kept wanting him to turn it out, and the, his, like, two movies after that, like, Unbreakable, and then I think that was the second one and then the third one, those were good. And then they started to sort of decline, but that's because the studio wanted the same like twist at the end of everything. It's like oh, okay. how they hired the Tim Burton look for things. It's no longer like your vision. They're literally hiring you to reproduce that success that you had the first time. And that has got to be a nightmarish minefield because you're never gonna make anything that amazing or surprising ever again, because it already happened. You know what I mean? So it's not so. that M. Night is trying to over-deliver, it's that he is, his arm is being twisted into over-delivering that That's sort of- That's what I think. That's what I think. Because- I loved Split uh, with, See, I didn't, I didn't see it yet because I, it looks, it looks really, really good. But I heard very mixed things about it. So it was very good. Who is that? Who's the actor that I always forget his name? Thaffney? James McAvoy. McAvoy, right? I always forget James McAvoy's name. Oh, he's so good. But McAvoy was always good. Thaffney's <laughs> on the couch. She's in the other room. She's been listening to this entire thing. 
Hi, Daphne. Hi. Hi. Um, also, I find James McAvoy very sexy, and I kind of don't want to see him as a psychopathic, you know. So good as a psychopathic. He was. He was. No, I know he's a great actor, but I'm like, you know, we can just keep him. I don't know. But then I got to see the third one because Last. it is the trilogy that got made because I liked Unbreakable. I thought yeah. Unbreakable was fine, but you know, Last Airbender was was a I didn't see that, but I I liked The Village when it came out. Um I liked Lady in the Water. I saw it with my mom like on her birthday and it was very clear it wasn't going to win like an Oscar, but I thought it was a sweet endearing with Paul Giamatti with that. Yeah, pa. There's a lady in the fucking water. <laughs> There's a lady in the water. This has to be in your character thing of like, and this is Paul Giamatti in the movie Paul Lady Giamatti in the Water. Is the, it's like the only way. There's a lady in the water. There's a lady in the water. You should work on that. You could pull off a really good Giamatti right now. Yeah, seriously. My. My my son hates me. It's uh... you have to be no no no. There has to be more internal aggravation. Okay, don't smoke pot for like a week, and then I think your Giamatti will be perfect. for me. What are you asking me to do? <laughs> I'm asking you to hone your craft. You're asking me to get the COVID is what you're asking me to do. That's my only defense. Smoking pot. <laughs> Speaking of, I'll be right back. Are you gonna go hit? That's good you do it off camera, really. It's best. There will be no, there will be no imbibing on tape, folks. Except for this lovely drink. Did I mention this is Kirkland Vodka and Lemon Soleil? Brought to you by Costco. And <coughs> All right. I think maybe we get some plugs out of this. You think? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Unless there are plugs, I don't think we're getting any. Come on! What if we did get sponsored by Soleil? Honestly, that would make me so happy. If I had like a lifetime supply of Soleil, I would be ecstatic. You know what? I think they're doing all right. The way that it's sold out at the grocery stores, I think they're like, we're cool. We speak for ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. The Vons by me, they always, they're stacked. They even came out with new flavors. I know. I saw that. They came out with a caffeine-infused version of it. and that I know. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Called Soda Pop. That is yeah. That is. <laughs> uh, but peach, peach is pretty great. I, I got lemon as a stopgap measure because they were out of grapefruit. We're a grapefruit soleil. Oh... But I have some grapefruit soleil. Lemon is lemon is an acceptable it's an acceptable thing. See, I would never that would never be acceptable to me. No, no lemon for you? I'm not a big lemon person. I don't really like the the lemon flavoring. I know it's all flavors. It's not like, you know. What about lime? Are you a lime person? I'm way more of a lime person than a lemon person. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I I like all the citrus. Well, it depends, like, that that's the other thing. Like, normally I don't like grapefruits, they're too sour, but an art teacher gave me a bunch of fresh grapefruits from his tree, 
and um, it was like, and I, I like juiced them, like fresh squeeze, and it was so tangy and delicious, but it wasn't, that was like fresh from, you know what I mean, it hadn't gone, it hadn't traveled 22 hours to be in a grocery store or whatever, yeah. so, yeah, so it, it just kind of depends, but no, like lemon desserts, I'm not a fan of. Um, the way people put lemon on fish, I always hate that. I, you know, I don't know what it is. Bar? I just don't like it. You don't like a lemon bar? You don't like like that sweet lemon bar? It has to be, it has to be like really good. It has to be like some fresh made extraordinary, <clears throat> can't be like store bought or anything. But usually I won't even try it because I'm just like, meh. What other foods do you hate? What other foods do I hate? Not a lot, actually. Um, that's the thing, is that I'm not a super picky eater whatsoever. Yeah. There's just, like, a few little things that I'm like, eh. I don't like when calamari is too rubbery. Like, oh, like really rubbery, like, really, like, like chewy. You're kind of, like, chewing on, like, a car tire, you know? I think when it comes down to, like, food dislike, it's more about texture than anything. Mm. I don't even have, like, any food texture problems. Maybe oh, tomatoes. I... I hate tomatoes. Oh, really? I like, was like, there has to be some... Yeah, I don't like tomatoes. In all forms. Like, you know... I, I have had um, a friend make me a caprese salad with Roma tomatoes that they were growing in their backyard, and I couldn't get enough of that, and it was delicious and fantastic. And then I bought some at the store and tried to make it myself, and it was disgusting. So, like, I, I do really well with, like, fresh stuff. Like, usually if somebody goes, get something out of their backyard, I'm like, I will eat it. But I hate tomatoes on sandwiches. I hate cherry tomatoes in salads. It's the fucking worst. Well, you um, stab them. I mean, they're entirely hard to stab to get in your mouth. I mean, but it's just such a big, and then it's like squishy, and that's a total texture thing. I just feel, and it makes hamburgers soggy. I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like the tomatoes. I don't like the tomatoes, but um, but I do enjoy a good bruschetta, or um, you know, any sort of thing like that. Like I'm not like no tomatoes across the board. Tomato derivative. Yeah, it's just like... Well, you know how some people can just eat, like, a beefsteak tomato? Like, that sounds disgusting to me. That sounds awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how I grew up, because we just used to grow tomatoes. We used to grow tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers and everything. I'm growing tomatoes, and I'm not going to press my... We're always growing tomatoes. tomatoes. on you. Seriously, though, I don't know. I think it's a throwback to my, to my dad, who is no longer with us, but probably the best times and i don't mean to get i don't mean to get weepy but it is memorial day weekend and he hey. did serve in the military but bro but I, this is a safe space to cry bro don't worry uh, about it it's all right to cry crying gets the pain out of you it's all right so i just took leftover seeds that we had here and i stick them in the ground and that's how i grow tomatoes so we buy the tomato and then i decide that i want to grow it but i think it is an extension of missing missing my dad that's why i grow that's why i grow food too but also it's because i've learned to grow food i'll tell you a little secret i'm growing marijuana in my closet right now <laughs> 
Good for you. It is California. It is legal to do it, but it is something that I decided that I wanted to do. I'd always been like, hey, I'd really like to grow, but a lot of people weren't selling clones, but I found a, I found, I found clones out in North Hollywood and I decided to uh, try mini grow house. Mm -hmm. So far it's working out, but it's also, that is also another extension of missing my dad. I'm growing marijuana for you, Tom Sr. Uh, I miss my dad. I miss, <laughs> I miss my dead farmer dad. I do. I do, but. He's a farn and uh, farmer? Uh, farn and farms, you know? I mean, if I ever had a, like, just like a big old farm where I'd grow an eclectic amount of everything, I'd probably just grow wheat. And I was just going to say, you should just grow weed. And make vodka and just, like, build a distillery right on the property. Ooh, and you used vodka. That's that is, you know, I was at a I was at a fitting for another commercial and she and we were talking about like that bragging. We no, were I'm talking kidding. about escape plans, like what would you be doing other than working in entertainment? I was like, I think I'd like like a potato farm and just build a distillery and make vodka and this and my seamstress who was Russian, she was like, Potato, grow wheat, you can grow more of it. You can grow more of it in a smaller area. And <laughs> <laughs> so here this straight from Russia was like, no potatoes, wheat. <laughs> so she gave me, and then I found out you could just make vodka just about out of everything because oh. it is, well, for a lot of alcohol, for a lot of unaged alcohol, it is the beginnings, it's, 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 it's sort of, after the grain process, you know, if you don't. After the grain. After the grain you got. You got moonshine. again. Grain liquor. Don't find my head like a memory. Which makes me think of our Stormy Mashup. What's that? Stormy Mashup. We were talking about Stormy, right? Stormy Mashup. I was looking through some old notes. We decided that we were going to do a moon medley, too. Yes! <laughs> I remember that. Because remember, you can try to resist, try to hide from that kiss, but you know, but you know that you can't bat the moonlight, remember? Because you kept getting mad at me every time I sang that song, so I kept singing it more. <laughs> I, I, you know... I think now, years you later. Test out the moonlight. Yeah, he's on board. It took five years, but he's on board. With, and with I remember wrong. during that period of time, I went into like three different stores where it was playing overhead. So I would just. Take <laughs> <a moment. laughs> I think you texted me one time when it was. <laughs> you were like Farnan. It's in the cards. Let's the, do the this. Literally wants us to do this. Right no, aid. <clears throat> right aid wants us to do this. It's playing at the right aid. For once, it's for the once, right aid on Gallery. Dirty lowdown one. isn't playing at the right aid. <laughs> what are some other good moon songs? There's the moon song from her, which I don't know if that's popular enough to do. But never seen her. That's on my list. I don't. What? I don't. I don't yeah, no, never seen her. 
Um, that's unfortunate. I, I, I'll, I I'll get around to it. Like because I got time. A whole I lot think of pressure. It's on time. Netflix or it's on Amazon Prime. It's it's on something right now. Oh, I'm on something right now. <laughs> oh. Soleil and Kirkland. Soleil. Oh, you know what? This is what I found out. You know, I I love avocados. Yes. But they give me heartburn. <gasps> No, really? And it, and it took like a while to figure it to figure it out because we usually cut them up and put them in salads. Yeah. And just started having like this gnarly heartburn. Call it agita. It was agita. It was just the Are you sure it was the avocado? Yeah, because then I started removing avocados from things and then I didn't have as bad a heartburn. And it's a real <gasps> bummer, sad. man, because I love the avocados. Bro, California bros like the worst thing to come out of this quarantine. <laughs> it's like I love avocados. Bro, it's just like this is like up there with the death of my grandpa. Like this it's like the death of a food I love. Serious, man. It's like I wanted to like grow an avocado, like Dude, this like, it's this, like, this man. is like, I love this food, but if I have it, it'll hurt me. It's like my ex, Stacy. It's like exactly the fucking same, dude. Hey, you know what? Stacy wasn't good for you, man, you know? Yeah, but like, ah, uh, but. <laughs> you know what I think? When I think of Stacy, I think of that Everclear song, No Self-Esteem, because, man, you were like a sucker with no self-esteem. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey. It's all right, you got through it. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry she's your sister and everything. I hate to like bag on her, but. Yeah, she's also married with kids, so it's about time you get over her, you know? She's kind of Well, I'm, she fucking looks at me every time I'm around. She gives me a goddamn look that lets me know, like, she would well, leave I'm not gonna stop inviting you to family functions, man, cause you're like- Dude, I'll keep coming. Your Aunt Nedna's like, oh, she wants my balls. She wants my jingly balls. Whoa. Stay away from Cougar Edna, man. You know what? Dude, I mean, I, I would if I could. I can't really help it. You know what I mean? I just, like, give off the vibes. She's a man-eater. <laughs> Believe me, you're on a long list, all right? No offense to my aunt, my sister's mom, or nothing. My sister's mom. My, no, my mom's, my mom's sister is what I meant. It's weird. You know, family's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Maybe I should give Stacy a call. Uh, oh, oh, I'm letting the wolves out. I don't want to see time. this. I'm letting the wolves out. <laughs> Los Lobos, Deus Felis. I still Never love your met. friend. You're part of our wolf pack. That's okay. You are, man. You're part of our wolf pack. That's all right. I don't. It's okay. I don't need to be. Okay, you don't need a shirt, but I mean, you're you're in the gang. By the end of this movie, I will be a proud member of the wolf pack. We'll all go through something together, and you'll give me a t-shirt at the end, and I'll happily put it on. Okay. And then we'll all howl at the moon, and then it'll pan up through the observatory into the sky, and. Yeah. It will be. It'll be like a, yeah, it'll be like a drone shot. And then you'll see House of Pies and the Los Feliz 3 in the Aww. shot. 
and Palermo's and Palermo's. Um, I gotta say, the last time I had Palermo's, I got food poisoning, and the time I had it before then was when I had my appendix out. We, I look, man. It is a neighborhood place. I love. I, I love, love it. That's I why I ordered it. from it again. But we get sick every time we eat there, and it's you just too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we like swore off of it. And Me too. I can't do it. I think about it all the time because it's so good. And and I've been here. I've been in this uh, neighborhood for twelve years. I've eaten there forever, and only in the last few years have I ever felt bad from it. But and oh boy, I don't like. I don't. I don't like. It's it's been here longer than both of us combined. You know, man. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a, it's a good, great neighborhood place, but yeah, just like. I feel like once you have food poisoning from anywhere, you can never return. Like, that's why I never eat at Wendy's. The very first time I ever had food poisoning was from a Wendy's, and I. Oh, really? Yeah, a oh. fucking bacon, uh, like a bacon chive mashed, or not mashed, bacon chive baked potato. Oh, from and... the baked potato bar that everybody touches? No, yeah. no, no, it wasn't the baked potato bar. They just have baked potatoes Oh, it's like a thing. Do that? Oh, okay. Yeah, or they did. This was in college. Okay. It was. Uh, well, okay. Well, going good. back when I was like when I was a kid, they used to have like. The, do you remember the baked potato bars where you could actually Absolutely, make? Absolutely, yeah. There. They still have those at a lot of cafeterias. That's a very common thing. Well, that's really. I thought it went away because of sanitation reasons. Oh. No, I mean, salad bars are were still a thing. I don't think they'll ever be a thing ever again, <laughs> which I'm happy about because salad bars are a weird thing because you start off with like, okay, we're getting some lettuce, getting some this. All right, get some veggies. Put some, you know, a cucumber or two. Okay, all right, all right. And then there's like cheese, baby corn, pepper, and it just starts to go off the charts, and you're like, well, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> these are in salads. I don't what kind of salad? By definition, salad is anything that you throw together that might be edible. Then, um, did you ever have you ever been to that place, Little Tony's? That's like in North Hollywood. Little Tony's. Little Tony's. Yes. Yeah. It's like in the it, Lancashire, Vineland. I'm like, Arts, you know, Arts like Arts District area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not the big burger stand that just opened. Is that what you're talking about? Like that yeah. reopened? I don't know what that is. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm just gonna comb this over. <laughs> you're just like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been primping myself throughout this entire experience. We've been and on I... for an hour and a half, and at no point have you not been combing like or brushing yourself. Are you accepting this anymore? Really? No, I just I just, I just watch my cats back. clean themselves all the time. I'm just really you know just. I really just accepted it and then I kind of tuned back in and was like, oh, he's not, he's never going to stop doing this. Oh, okay, so no, I'm really just trying different. Like, does my hair look this, this good on video? Wow. I mean, this is just. <laughs> All right. I'll try and stop. No, I don't care. It's hilarious. I just need to call <laughs> it out because I found it hilarious. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> oh boy. Are you okay? No. No. 
<laughs> this brings us to the segment, why is Ariel not okay? Oh. Well, I mean, how much longer do we have? <laughs> you know what? We, this is, this is one hour and 26 minutes, not including that almost paradise open, which was mwah. I'm going to send it to you. Dude, editing is the bane of, I think, everybody's existence. It fucking sucks. But once the only the only bad part about editing for this, it'll just be tacking the Almost Paradise onto the beginning and editing that little part out. The The worst part is the rendering, when you're, like, uploading it and waiting for it to, like, finish. So you can just do that, and then you can go for, like, a walk or go for a socially distant drive with your wolf pack or... Oh, my God, I miss my wolf pack. I really do. But I won't go anywhere near those MFers. They're all dirty. They're all dirty. I just, you know, just, I... Looking at you, Jim Coughlin. You're all filthy animals. You're a filthy animal, Jim Coughlin. You too, Scott Holm. You too, Willie Laszlo, wherever you are. I don't know who the other... <laughs> I think he's in Illinois right now. I think he's. I just want you to keep naming random. You too, Paul. Paul Wojciak. <laughs> you too, Eric Gardner. You too. You too, you too. Are you in front of a green screen? No, this is just a. Uh picture of my cat oh wow that's like you back in the olden days man no i don't know why that <laughs> i don't know why that was sorry that was like used like a classic like olden times actor <clears throat> man um actually fun fact that looks like my regular hair and if it was in color it would look exactly like my regular hair color but it was not it was actually uh metal that was sculpted to look like finger waves and then uh, placed upon my head uh, very, very carefully. But it was, uh, yeah, it's not my hair. It was actually metal. Wait, that is a picture of you that isn't, that isn't an old picture? That is you? That's, that's me. You. Yeah, what that's do you mean? That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally fooled. I mean, really, you look like, you look like Mary Pickford in that picture. Seriously, you look like an old-time Hollywood starlet. But that is metal. That's I thought really... you were like, because you look like shit right now. <laughs> no, I, I it just, I mean, look at the black and white. I mean, I know I'm looking oh, yeah. at one. I'm looking at a, a, a three-thumb thumbnail, you know, it's probably as big as, but I had no idea that was you. I oh, really? Why would that not be me? I thought that was just an inspiration picture, really. For my Zoom profile? I, I don't I don't know what a um, Zoom profile picture is. Um, no, that picture that was taken by uh, Sarah and Christina, who's an incredible photographer. I've gotten to work with a few times over the years. And uh, the makeup was Akiko Russell, and she's the one that did the lips, hair, everything. Anyways, that's one of my favorite things ever so beautiful that's the first time i've ever seen that picture oh really? and now you're the world no this isn't working yeah that's that's weird masking that's kind of cool though 
It is kind of cool, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's ah. fun. The little thumb was moving over here. I love it. <laughs> Wait. Ah. Wow, you look like uh, Mystique. That's what you look like. That means you can like change into anything. Wait, let me. Yeah, just get. Ah. Wild. How the hell do you do that, man? I don't know how I did this. Uh, I was just trying to pick a background, and instead of uh, the background shows me. <laughs> <laughs> These are really cool, though. I am the world. That's I am the to, children. Went to an adoption house and adopted the earth. You know, I just walked in. And I, I was am planning the on adopting the earth. Right the earth. Look at my look at my earth blue lipstick. Do you that, like this? That's amazing. Wow. That is really cool. That is rad. Oh, this color, it's called um, Galaxy Ocean <laughs> by Urban Decay. <laughs> galaxy Ocean, like oh. the oceans of the galaxy. See that? That was so cool. It changed like... That's wild. That's I'm creepy. Like a Star Trek character right now. <laughs> I'm sorry if that changing it. It's just ah. No, stay there. That's fine. If you could see what you're hearing right now, folks. <laughs> Dude, I'm wearing a mask of the earth right now. <laughs> Wait, is it? I'm trying to think if like it's a video setting or what. It's really not. Zoom automatically detects the color of your video background and replaces it with the virtual background image. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh there you go. Ah, that's creepy. Whoa! Oh, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> hold What's on, hold on. What are you doing? Oh, Soleil, what's up? Oh. Welcome to my moon chamber. Uh, it's just, it's cool. I'm still living with my mom, but I mean, she's got a sweet ass view of the earth, so that's pretty fucking dope. Yo! Hey, thanks for joining us at Wolfpack Chat, Chad. We're yeah. chatting with Chad. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, it sounds like you're way out there, man. Really? Wow, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's beautiful like the first hour that you're here and then afterwards you just kind of get used to it. Kind of like when you like go to the hotel at Disney World's Animal Kingdom and you're like fucking giraffes. And then like an hour later you're like, all right. You fucked a giraffe? You know, that's you're clearly not listening to me, and we've like had this chat before. That's like not at all what I said, man. That's what I heard, man. It's like you're fucking giraffes, is what you're saying. No, I'm not fucking giraffes. I'm fucking in San Francisco. Yo! Oh, look at that. That's one of my favorite things. You know, that is the only illustration of Velvet Tom. And that was something. And the last 
No! no! <laughs> That'd be some psycho bitch thing. Oh! <laughs> psycho bitch! I just watched Single White Female for the very first time ever yesterday. Really? And, okay, so my neighbor and I have a joke because when she first moved in, we kept running into each other and we'd be wearing the same color hat or different things like that. So I just made it like a running bit of like, oh, how weird that we're both always wearing the same color of things. You know, it's like, almost like we're sisters. Ha! Ah, you know, like just making a joke, just being an idiot. Because <clears throat> that's what happens in Single White Female, but I had never actually seen it. And I watched it last night and that shit is fucking gnarly dude it's so scary even after this day you know i mean that movie's like solid 20 25 years old and then it is it yeah. is oh my god and the 90s fashion Mwah. oh my god like the haircut it's like it's like this this i don't even know what the style is but it was the 90s haircut that was just you know, like the like bangs and yeah, the, like the bangs and, and then the, the back. It was the it was the Wilson Phillips haircut. Yes, yes. Was and it? then, she, but she keeps wearing like they're basically like halter vest dresses, which was the '90s, like '90s power women, like activewear. Who was it? It was it Bridget Fonda, Alter Jennifer Jason Lee. Is that who? It was? Yes, and Stephen Weber, which I was I did not remember that. But... Was he the detective? Was he the? No, he's detective? the husband. He's like the or not the husband, the boyfriend of um, Bridget Fonda. Wow, fresh off That's a wing. Creepy, wing. and the end, like God, the end. I had to walk out of the room for a second because I was like, okay, they're just gonna still be fighting and hurting each other for a second, like. It was a walk out of the room moment. Wow. It was just going on for fucking ever, but it's it was like getting really it was just it was just it was a lot. I, I also I'm the same with Game of Thrones. I just got really good at what predicting when a sword was gonna go all the way through somebody's body so I could be like, and out. <laughs> I don't need to see this. I have ignored the whole Game of Thrones thing. I have put it off. Wait, what? You haven't ever watched Game of Thrones? I've never seen an episode. I think probably I saw, an, well, no, I've seen an episode. I saw the first episode. I so just want to end this Zoom meeting now. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Hey, man, you're part of the wolves, man. You can't leave. What is that supposed to be? Is it like a wolf with a, a jetpack or? Yeah, it's a wolf with a jetpack. That's how, <laughs> that's how we get around. Well, just a wolf. This made a series of one-offs of these shirts, but apparently, apparently, the guy who made it liked the design so much that he's just making them now. So, oh, really? So we've we're an inspiration. Well, out of we, you know, I was just given this T-shirt, but, uh, but oh, you boys, Kelly Perrine, crazy adventures. Kelly Perrine is one of the. Uh, Los Lobos of De Los Feliz. I was just naming another member of the of, of the boy gang. <laughs> Middle-aged boy gang. No, that's good. You got to support anything you get a t-shirt from. A queef shirt from? <laughs> a queef shirt from. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. She gave me a queef shirt. Oh, this is awful. Uh, so you... Tell me about the Voyage LA thing. What I see that a lot, but that, what was that? What was that layout? 
What do you mean? I, mean, I know what it was because I looked at it, but tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about Voyage LA. <laughs> the worst host ever. <laughs> You're such a bully of a host. What are you talking about? Will you just talk while I comb my beard? You had a thing. Talk about it. Well, you have a thing. Yeah, if anybody has watched all hour and 45 minutes of this and gotten to this point, then <laughs> buckle up, because I have some fun, exciting well, news. I hope, everybody, I hope everybody's cleaning their apartment to this. That's what I do with podcasts. I just turn them on and do my dishes. Yeah, and I will say, honestly, I, I've done a few podcasts during this quarantine, and I do like them because you don't really have to have a time limit on them. And I personally love it when a podcast goes for, like, two hours. Like, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney have the Oh Hello podcast, and the uh -huh. most it is is, like, half an hour. And when it finishes, I'm like, I need more. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. How often do they update? Do they, like... Like, once a week, but I, I haven't got... I didn't get anything for yesterday. I don't know if they were supposed to be sending yesterday, but I think... Yeah, I don't know. You're... They have lives. We're all doing. We're, I I understand. I just want it. You know. <laughs> Your birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday! It is. Thank you. Happy birthday. Uh, this will be next Sunday, so it'll be a week from your birthday that we'll be listening to this. So I could be gone. If that's how you want to go out on your birthday. If you just want to. Well, no, but maybe like the day after my birthday, you know, because it's all just going to get downhill from there. Is it? Probably. Is it going to be? Uh, oh, you know oh, what I mean? Over. You know if you've ever had like a birthday party that, or like a birthday that's gone well, and then the next day you're like, oh man, I wish that was every day because that was so awesome. Oh, you know. It's not. Next year. Next year. Well, my birthday's in July. Right. Like the month of months to be out and about. And I probably won't be out and about very much. The most I the most I really honestly, I feel like one like I'm one of those people that keep saying like they're made for quarantine. Like I I have had a great time. Um not a great time, but I mean I've had a wonderful time. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that any of this is okay or good, but I, I have not um, had a problem. There's a lot of things I've needed to do around my house forever. There's a lot of computer stuff I've needed. I mean, there's just uh, so much catching up, but I will say the fact that it is already my birthday is like mind-boggling because I don't know what happened to the month of April. Like, I feel like that just... The fact that we're all already almost at June baffles my mind. So I feel like this whole quarantine has made me very, like, squishy in the brain, which is why I'm just believing everything the government tells me. Um, like a sheeple, you sheep man. Let. <laughs> a sheeplet. That's good. That's funny. A sheeplet. <laughs> <clears throat> That's when I wear a mask, but there's like a lipstick print on the outside of it. So you know I'm a girl. I do just want to um, get a picture of my mask. I just want a picture of my mouth mask. I want one of those. I want a mouth mask. Like a beard. <laughs> yeah, great. just the beard now. But then you and Fafni should get like his and hers masks where it's like one of them looks like the bottom of her face and one of them looks like the bottom of your face. <laughs> That'd be fun. I'd like that. Couples do that, right? Yeah, they do that. 
I, I just, uh, yeah, I think I just, if I'm going to wear a mask, it might as well just be the bottom half of my face. But you would be wearing the bottom half of her face. Yeah, I could wear the bottom half of Daphne's face and she could wear the bottom half of mine. And that's what love is. She'd totally agree to that. <laughs> I think I've already brought it up and she's like, why? Why would you... I didn't want a picture that looks that'd be weird and I'm like exactly that'd be awesome <laughs> that'd be so confusing when you went out that would be great <laughs> when we go out uh see there's hope i know hope, folks. no but the one thing that i really do want to do is i do want to have like a day at some point in like a few weeks um when things are like really starting to reopen where i really do want to go to the beach and like put my feet in the water and you know that does sound really nice yeah just to i think there'd be a day that i'd want to go take like a long bike ride i haven't been on a i haven't rode my bike in forever and i like i like to ride my bicycle i like to ride my bike and i like to ride it wherever i like but oh i haven't really been out to do it we could do a Velvet Tom jazzy Queen medley. That would be fun. Oh, all of the Queen songs and not like all of them, but we could do like the greatest hits. Like what you just did was really fun. Yeah. I don't know if Richard Cheese already did one like that, but I don't remember it. I don't know. He's dead now, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have no idea. Just actually put. Out I hope he's not, because then that's put not. Put out another record, that guy. He's uh, he's prolific. He is just. No, I like to ride my bicycle. I think that's. Oh, funny. I like to ride my bike. I like to ride my bicycle. I like to ride it where I like. <laughs> mama mia, mama mia, mama mia, let me go. <laughs> Magnifica! Oh. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. Nobody loves him. Nobody loves him. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. We will not let you. Let me go. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, we're onto something here. It's a top 10. It's a top 10 for sure. I'm glad we're working it out. We're working it out, folks. Glad yeah, everybody really wants to see the process. What's the, um, what did he sing at uh, 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 Live Aid? Uh, he opened up with Champions. I paid my That's right. Food. That's right. I mean, that's a great then, jazzy one. Then that's they easy. went into Radio Gaga. Right, right, yes, that's it, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what else. That was a classic performance, man. I remember watching that on MTV Live. <laughs> Back in my day when MTV was music television, we used to watch music on the TV. You were just so vehement about MTV Live. I was there, man. Watching it live on the TV and the Bob Geldof and the simulcast satellites the first time it ever been done in Wembley Stadium, man. And, well, 
I loved you too. I I still love you too. And they were on right before. I love you too. I love you too. I love you. No, I'm not saying I love you. I say I love you too. I'm saying I love you too. All right. I love the band, and they were doing good. That was the first time. That was the first stage dive of the show. Was Bono jumping off the stage during oh my God. the Aid? Was it you that was asking me how to do a Bono? Was it you? How to do a Bono? <clears throat> like Bono impersonation? I think it was you, because weren't we talking? Wasn't I like, don't you do a Bono? And you were like, how to do a, how do I do a Bono? And I was like, you just do it, wear sunglasses and do an Irish accent. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> and there, and that's Bono. That's, that's exactly it. <laughs> is, oh God! This is gonna be. It is that it's. Uh... Is it getting better? Do you feel the same? They, they have to be thinner. The sunglasses—they have to really be thin. Like they gotta wrap around. I had them all. I told you. Did I ever tell you that I was the lead singer in a U2 tribute band in Chicago? <laughs> oh, she's gone. She's gone. You don't know this? Come back. Come back, please. That's right. I played Bono. Wait, how did you do this? But then last night you were like, how do I be Bono? How do I, what is that? What is that? I just forgot, man. You know what? <laughs> what? Hey, back in the 90s, man, you know. Why are you lying to me? I'm not lying to you. Why <laughs> are you lying to me? No, like, no, but like, no. no why are you why? lying to me? I keep on going back. I seriously, I pass over Kroll Show all the time. Oh my god, I just watched all three seasons like two weeks ago. I, just... I did. I I binged it a long time ago when I used to work for Hulu, and in between calls, we they were telling us just watch Hulu while you're working. It was like this is the greatest job ever. That really is. That's fantastic. Fuck. And then the calls didn't stop, and then it was just yeah. a lunch rush all the time. And then yeah. I, and then I slowly got PTSD from that job. But uh, but before that, I watched all of Kroll's show. No, I just watched all of them, and it's so fucking funny. I love my friend Sarah and I keep doing the um, the the Eastern European guy that talks about uh, the daily schedules of Europe. And you wake up in the morning, you have a cigarette and a tiny coffee and a bar of chocolate, and that is normal. And so we'll just call each other and leave entire messages like that. It's lovely. I worked with an animator a few weeks ago. I was on a Zoom call too, and she spoke exact. She was from the Netherlands. She spoke exactly like it the entire time, and it was so hard for me to take her seriously because I had been watching Curl Show at the same time, and I was like, no, it's a real person, it's a real person. <laughs> I love him so much. You know, he lives in my, you know, he lives in my neighborhood, too. He lives in our neighborhood. Everybody does. Yeah, Everybody I know. Does. Well, well, I, well, when I, I think I remember seeing on more than one occasion, Nick Kroll and Jason Manzukis hanging out at Lee Ru Ye Rustic. That's like you told me that, and yet you never took me there, and you call yourself my friend. So, oh well, oh then I'm not, then I'm not your friend. Okay, well let's decide that right now. 
You should have just taken me up to them, like, bound and gagged as some, like, virgin sacrifice. I don't know why I didn't. You were probably in the middle of wearing some costume. I don't know, you know? I mean, there was probably some reason. I don't know. While I was there, it was... Now I feel bad for not, like, just texting you and going, <laughs> Hey, Kroll and Manzukas are hanging out at Ye Rustic. Come, come breathe oh, their hi, air. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just come sauntering up. Be like Stacy from Wayne's World. Da -da, da -da, da -da. Hi. <laughs> no, it, it would probably just be. It's it's better to love from afar, you know, because then uh, uh, you don't get crabs <laughs> like you have clearly with your had, comb. Had. Had okay. well, I mean, have you ever had crabs? No. no, no, I don't know anybody that's ever had them. I've never, I don't know. <laughs> no, dodged a lot of bullets. Can't say, um, you know, I mean, it's not that I went out of my way to get crabs. You know, hey, let me wear your jeans, let me just put on your pants. No, I'll put on your pants. No, 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 it's all right. No, no those it's pants so are crazy. Hey, let me wear your jeans. It's <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I picked that example. <laughs> that's that's how you get crabs, folks. You wear other people's jeans. I just, I want you to say that to one of your wolf act now. Just really nonchalantly. <laughs> hey, bro, let me wear your jeans. Just. Hey, hey Scotty, let me just wear your Jim, jeans. Jim, Jim, Jim. Let me wear Jim. your jeans. One hour and 65 minutes of this. <laughs> Did you just say one hour, 65 minutes? It's actually 56. I didn't, I wasn't okay. able to look at it. So I was I like, some people would call that two hours and five minutes. <laughs> hey, call it what you want, man. Some people call a baby 18 months. Just say a fucking year and a half. Year and a half, man. The corner bakery is a great idea. Oh, that was a good idea. <laughs> 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 you remind me of old Dick Van Dyke from the original Mary Poppins right now. Do I know? How <laughs> do I remind you? <laughs> <laughs> True story. Only a few months ago did I see Mary Poppins for the first time. The original? And this is after we saw the return of Mary Poppins. Oh, so you know what? I Come back! Come back! Come back! Come back! Come back, please! Okay, I'm back. I was just using it as an opportunity to grab another can of refreshing Soleil. <laughs> oh, Soleil. What refreshes you? You know what would refresh me, Tom, is getting so laid. <laughs> I loved this. I loved this. Are we ending on that note? <laughs> we might be. <laughs> we might be ending on the lack of sex that... <laughs> oh, but I could do a deep dive. <laughs> no, everybody's experiencing a lack of sex during the quarantine, except for the people that aren't. 
Yeah, who are those people, really? Well, you're married, so I'm sure you guys are just going to Bone Town all the time. Oh, going to Bone Town, yeah. Mm -hmm. All the time, that's right, baby. I mean, with you brushing your beard like that all the time. That's right. I'm a. How can hey, she resist? I'm a catch. Yeah, she loves. She loves watching me just groom myself constantly. You think I'm just doing this for you? All right. It's been two hours of foreplay for her. It's just. Yeah. And she knows. What, what is your virtual? What's your virtual background? Uh oh, my virtual background is is La Quinta Resort. And <laughs> which is where both of us want to be right now so badly. Um, La Quinta Inn. La Quinta is our spot. La Quinta is our- Oh, is really? Our, is our getaway, yeah. Yeah, How we've romantic. been there. We've been there three times now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more about your La Quinta trips. They're magical. And they're only two hours away. Wait, where is that Palm Springs? Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's south of Palm Springs. It's actually La Quinta is a small town, but yeah, it's considered Palm. Oh, Springs. you're not talking about the hotel chains. Are you kidding me? No. What well, <laughs> the about, hell the fuck am I supposed talking about the resort, La Quinta Resort and Spa in the middle of the desert? I was like, that's where I was like. I'm not okay. talking about La Quinta. I mean, that's what I. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I, I hear when I think about that. Hey, I got a room at the La Quinta. La Quinta Inn. I was like, whatever floats your fucking boat, you married assholes. I like, always get the room next to the ice machine. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, you, you gotta you gotta walk a little bit to get to an ice machine. <laughs> oh my god no it's the best time <laughs> a guy asked uh he offered to take me to palm springs next week john ham isn't asking to take me to palm springs next week because <laughs> then i would i would not be doing this interview right now i would already be <clears throat> there not a john ham story but this does go back to this goes back to uh central casting mm -hmm. so i enrolled with central casting and the one call that i ever got from central casting i happened to be out of town for and they were looking for it was a speaking extra role oh and they were casting me for it and i happened Fuck. to be in the middle of fucking illinois somewhere and i was saying i'm sorry i'm not able i'm not around my apologies. So the one time Central Casting called me out of the blue was for a speaking extra role in an episode of Mad Men. That was like, oh, it was Mad Men. Mad Men. For what was it? I don't know. You don't, don't know, know what it was? But they loved my look because I had like like <clears throat> plastic rim glasses, so I looked like I was plucked right out of the '60s at the time. I looked, wow, but... I wonder what scene. Do you know who you would have been with, or? Nope. Oh, they didn't explain it to me. They just wanted to know is that uh, they were like, <clears throat> casting would like to use you for a speaking casting role. Are you available? Like, so there's uh, one, the one and only time Central Casting has ever called me. Of course, they didn't call me after that because I wasn't available for the gig. So they tried. They probably 
crashed my contact altogether. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Well, no, well, I mean, that's like, if you're already out of town, you can't help that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> I'm not gonna make an avail call to central casting, you know, it's like gone for a few days. Right, 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 right. Oh, that sucks. I'm sure, I'm, the thing of it is, though, with them, they have so many people in their database, like, it's not... Yeah, I'm one of many horn rim glasses guys they had in mind. I'm not, I'm not like, ah, oh, that could have made me. I mean, that is not the point. I'm just saying Well, that... I mean, it still would have been really cool. I, oh. I recently found yeah. something that I had completely forgotten about, and I had, like, buried deep, deep down in my soul, and I'm only joking about this to because I'm so serious about it. It really happened um, years ago, like 2012, 11? No, 2011. I got an email saying um, that Clint Eastwood had hand-selected me to be like in this small group of extras for a scene in really? J. Edgar. I was going to be a 1930s movie star. And, and it was this whole, and I had just done Water for Elephants too, so I was like in that whole, you know, thing. And it was, um, I was so excited for it. I love Clint Eastwood and he's my mom's favorite. So I was like, oh my God, it was so fun. I like still have all the notices I sent to all my agents saying like, please book me out for this because meh, meh, meh. And then I went and had the fitting and then I never got the call info that night. And you know, sometimes... Sometimes you can get your call sheet info at like midnight the night before, even though you have to be there at seven and it's annoying, but it happens. But it was like midnight, one, like, and finally I was like, I think I just need to get up early in the morning because I don't know when this is happening. Then it's like seven, eight, nine, I'm supposed to be there at 10, but I don't have an address. I have nothing. And I'm calling all the numbers that I have contacts for to try to be like, ah, help. <laughs> Yeah. And then finally, some PA calls me at lunch saying, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I guess there was a mix-up with dry cleaning with your wardrobe, and they weren't able to get it back in time. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. But it was the weirdest, like, nobody canceled me. Nobody told me. Really? Nobody. It was so surreal. I remember sobbing in my little room when I lived, like, three houses down. I was just in my room crying because I was so excited I mean, I didn't have a line or anything, but, you know, whatever. You get to be, like, like they pan over from you from another shot or whatever. You know, whatever. Oh. Something dumb, but whatever. Um, and the fact that I've, like, still never had an answer of, like... Because I was like, really? You didn't get my... You, you fitted me for three different outfits. Like, what? Like, it was, it was just very confusing and... Um, yeah, I mean, even, like at the last minute i've been called off of stuff i'm sure you probably have experienced that too or oh maybe, sure maybe. i've had things where they've canceled all the extras last minute because they figured out how to not need them or and i mean whatever but this wasn't even that it was like it was just so it's got to be a slip through the cracks and it just i guess so but there was only like five or six of us on set that day that's what i mean it wasn't like a big call it was a very specific huh. But I had completely forgotten about that until I've been doing all this email housekeeping lately, and I was like, oh my god, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. What the fuck happened there? And Yeah, so crazy. But, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. That's my extras casting story that's weird. 
that I'm, didn't pan through. Pan I out. just was remembering it when you brought up central casting. It was just like the one and only time I ever got called for central casting. I was I was out of town. It was just like, nah, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. You're not going to be available for every gig. I tried to get on that show so hard. I tried every way I knew. I had the uh, same measurements as Christina Hendricks at the time too, so I would constantly berate them and be like, "Hey, hey, stunt double, come on, need somebody, come on, you need somebody for." Uh, do you want to plug yourself at all? That didn't sound right. Let me just say, do you want to make any plugs for yourself? Do you want to like tell anybody what you're doing? I know I'm a bad interviewer. We're much better just talking. Do you want to plug yourself? This isn't really an interview. This has just been a lovely conversation. But I Yeah, mean, no, this isn't an interview. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast, man. Oh, I did want to ask. You're hippie dude. I love your hippie dude. What's his name? Uh, Orifice is his name. <laughs> it's the name I was given. Wait, you don't remember me, Chad? It's Orifice, right here. <laughs> I'm so sorry I pimped you out for that joke, but you just like home run <laughs> Name's Orifice. It's an old name from the South, man. From the Carolinas. <laughs> you just had that one teed up at the ready. That was so good. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> yeah. Sold orifice just being an orifice, man. Being the best orifice <laughs> I know how to be. That is the best joke you've ever made. Living <laughs> the best orifice. I don't know. I kind of like... Like, <laughs> like orifice gentry or something, like a really common last name. Orifice really Willis. I liked I liked feudal Jerry Seinfeld from yesterday's phone conversation. <laughs> That's right. It's the feudal comedy hour. <laughs> what was it? And what is the what is the deal, What's the with, deal with Jax? And why do they yeah. got all these? Why are the deal with Jax? What do they got all these trades for? Why are they a jack of all trades? A master of none. They should master one of them. You know what they could do is master, master trading. They could be master traders. They could be a jack-off master trader. What does a jack do? No one knows. He's third in line. <laughs> you got a jack, duke, earl. What do they do? No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> What's a duke? What's a duke do? He just puts up his dukes. That's all he does. The Earl, they just make sandwiches. That's all he does. He's a sandwich maker. Give me an Earl with rye. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. You also Jeff killed Paul. me yesterday. We had we had a lot of good content on that phone call. Um, I know, I know. We so ruined, but I did love the. Uh, <laughs> you're. Smurf joke. Kings and Smurfs, man. No, you were like, he's treating me like a goddamn Smurf. Treat me like I'm a Smurf, you know, just because I'm at the bottom of the hill, man. Fuck you with your caste system. 
Yeah, screw you with your caste system, man. I'm no smurf. I I think I think a, a futile comedy open mic is a great sketch <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's so good because you could have the Jerry Seinfeld one, and you could have like. You can have like the really angry guy. He's like super <laughs> angry about everything. <laughs> Fucking chicken legs, man. Chicken legs. If I have to eat one more goddamn chicken leg, I swear to God. Goddamn chicken. If I gotta weave more wool, man, I'm just gonna go out of my my cotton picking mind. There's a girl, she's like a sex comic. She's like, what's the deal with all these poets? Oh my God. God, at least their pens are stiff so they can write. Jesus, I've never had to work harder in my life. <laughs> the Joan Rivers of the Renaissance. I mean, can <laughs> we can we talk about poets? <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk about Shakespeare? <laughs> to be or not to be. You know what? I said that about your last five shows. Oh. There is a great show. There's a great stand-up comedy show that, of course, was happening before all of this happened. It was called Comedy When, and every, like, after every show, they would pick a new year out of, well, I don't know how they do it, but it got randomly picked. So it would go from 1969 to 1714. Oh so you could pretend to be a comic from 1714. Whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a show of, yeah, it's a show I've always wanted to get on, because... Like doing revisionist stand-up comedy sounds more, it almost sounds more easy than writing jokes about what's going on. I completely agree. I would 100%, I would do that. I would totally do that with you. Yeah. As a Zoom show or something. Yeah. <clears throat> the Medieval Comedy Hour. The Medieval Comedy Hour. <laughs> Starring the Executioner. The Executioner is like the Ed McMahon of the whole show. <laughs> That's right. That's the... He just sits there in a mask. <laughs> He's the light, basically. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Executioner's coming up on stage. That means I got one minute, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he just brings his... Uh, Axe up in the back and it catches the light and he's like, "All right, I see I'm getting the light. Okay, okay, right. got to keep this necktie." The classic stand-up comedy form. So what else? What else? <laughs> so what else is going on? I tell uh, you what, I remember the time that I took you over to the Hollywood Hotel and you got that out was nuts and did material and then every like every comic was just like. <laughs> just wanted to talk to you. And I was like, yep. Fresh. That's right. The girl they haven't seen before that has way more experience than any of them. <laughs> I felt like some sort of virgin sacrifice, only nothing happened. But... I just wanted you to go up and be funny. And you were, you killed. <laughs> I remember you had a good set up there. I did? Did I, I go did. up? You Didn't you go up? I don't remember. I thought you went up. Yeah, you like got to go up because it was your first time and that particular open mic put up first timers. So I Yeah, they did. Yeah. But I remember like your set was good, but there were a few people there where it was just like yikes. That show was called The Bomb Shelter and that's all I did there was bomb. <laughs> <laughs> One I don't think guys. anybody necessarily did well there. It wasn't like a place of joy. <laughs> However, I was talking to I was talking to my friend Whitney about it because they re 
they revamped the whole thing. They did a whole renovation of that bar space. And we were just saying, oh, it's not the same suck that it used to. It sucks more than it used to suck. We, we wanted the old suck back. <laughs> we wanted the old setup back so bad. But once they like revived it, it just wasn't the same. So. Oh, weird. But I just yeah, remember. And, like, nobody stays at that hotel, right? No, people do. People stay at that hotel. It's like but a Radisson. It or, it's like a Radisson or a Hilton. It's owned by a company, but oh, it, that it, place it, was haunted as fuck. Oh, way haunted. Well, the basement used to be a morgue because there used to be a hospital next uh, next to it. There used to be. Oh, a I hospital. don't think I knew that. That's maybe crazy. it was Presbyterian, but that hotel at one point was a morgue, or it was. And it may have still been acting as a hotel. It's just that the morgue spilled over, and they had to use that whole basement as morgue space at one point. So. Oh my God, that's terrifying! I don't think I knew that. <laughs> yeah, we found yeah, just going there. We found out about that the whole time. We had. Oh, yeah, you could feel it when you were down there. It was just like. <laughs> yeah, you could feel. Yeah, you could feel something. All you the- could feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Dude, not the only thing that could feel me coming in the air tonight. <laughs> Dude, I love Phil Collins. I fucking love Phil Collins. Chad Chad's a big fan of prog rock. Totally. Hey, my my whole thing is <laughs> my whole thing is hollow notes, man. Are they prog rock? <laughs> yeah, prog I rock. The, I love the fix, man. Or the firm. <laughs> One thing leads to another. No, dude, fucking Genesis, man. Fucking love me some Phil Collins. I went dude. through a, I went through a hard Genesis phase. Hard. Dude, I, I'm hard. I, I have a hard Genesis phase right now. Did you know that Toto's Africa, that music video, was like completely fueled by cocaine? Hey, man, it was the '80s. Everything was fueled by cocaine. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you if you go back and look, I mean, it's just like there's just like lines everywhere. You can tell. Oh, oh, so there was like cocaine imagery. No, but I mean, like, you could feel it was there, you know? Oh, you could feel, like, cocaine? Like, it was behind everything. Like, that's why they were singing on top of a giant book named Africa. Wait, it was a book? It was a book, man. Africa! Fucking out. Fuck it. Hi, I'm Burt Reynolds. I'm a centerfold. <laughs> this song is called Africa, in case you still didn't know. Oh, it looks like I'm in the swimming pool. It does. Look <laughs> <like> it. <laughs> oh, that was oh. great. Oh. Why did we never do it? Why did we never do an Africa cover, Velvet Tom? I don't know because I have my reasons. Why <laughs> has nothing to do with me not wanting to do it. <laughs> uh, you know what we should do. Okay, now I'm Ariel again. Uh, you know what we should do? We should do an around the world mashup, um, where we could do Toto's Africa, but we could do like Born in the USA, 
Um, down in Mexico by the platters, you could do. Uh, uh, you could do "Come Fly with Me" because that covers the entire world. If does you it? Can use some exotic booze. There's a bar in Far Bombay. Ooh, it could start it off that way. That'd be a good way to start off is "Come Fly with Me." Um, turning Japanese, although that's a very racist song, but it's you know Japanese. Look, it was made at a cultural time when America thought they were being bought by the Japanese. You know, it's just a scary um, time for American imports. Are there any good songs about Canada? Except for the anthem, which is amazing. No anthems. No <laughs> anthems. Anthems are a cheat. No. It's such a cheat. No, you know what? There is a song that references Saskatchewan, though, so we could probably use it. I just don't know. Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, well, yeah, they do all sorts of, well, they're Canadian. There's got to be a Canadian band that sings a song about Canada that is famous. What's a good song about France? I love Paris in the springtime. I love such an, Paris in the springtime. Such an easy one. I love Paris oh, cool in the fall. Cool. I love Paris in the summer when it sizzles. I love Paris in the springtime when it drizzles. Ooh. <laughs> or winter when it drizzles. Uh, what about England? Oh, Britain's London calling. London, London calling. calling from a faraway town. I love it. That's a good one. Oh, that's um, a really good one. I don't even know about Germany. Does Germany have a fun song about it? I mean, it's kind of had, kind of had a weird history, you know. I mean, who's singing a good time? Oh, you know what we got to do at some point in in the around the world when we got to do the like. To about Americano, Americano, Americano. You know what I'm talking about. Well, you know what? There's also, there's all, I can't remember. No, I don't know what song you're talking about, number one. Let's <laughs> well, address that first. Just to take away Let's from that, that first before I go off on my thing. What, what song are you singing? That was great. No, no, what were you saying? That was awesome. <laughs> well, there's also. Good idea. Also, no, let's move on. <laughs> No, no, no. I, no, I, I know, I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. What was your idea? The pop music song, Shooby Dooby Doo Up, London, Paris, Rome. I mean, all it does is just name off countries. So screw my idea, really. I mean, just everybody's talking pop music. Talk about pop music. Talk There's about. There's also B52's Did Rome If You Want To. And I know it's R O A M, but we it could counts. also cheat and use it as Rome. It counts. It counts. One Night in Bangkok. One of my favorite songs. Me too. Ever. One Night in Bangkok. And oh, man, humble. That was a hit song that came from a musical. That was a Wait, bill really? That was a billboard. That was a billboard hit that came from the musical Chess. I didn't know that. It came from one of the. It was either the Brit. It was either the London version or the American version. I think it was the London version, but it might have been the American version of Chess. But but one main one night in Bangkok, sang by Murray Head. Yeah. Who was in the musical at the time became a pop star because it was. Are you pulling it up? <laughs> 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 
from Jess. Oh, okay, it's from the London. We've never bonded over this song. I love this song. Oriental City. The city don't know what the city is. And I love chess. Still don't know how to play chess after this. Do you know how to play chess? Yes. I don't know how to play chess. Well, I'll have to teach you. I'm not good, but I know how to play. This is a fucking great song. But they don't know what the city is missing. A creme de la creme and a chess world and a show that's... This is the key to the whole mashup right here. It is. It's the centerpiece. We can build. We can build the mashup around this song because this is. Yes, it keeps coming back throughout the mashup. <laughs> Tom, you have to do all of his speaking parts, and I'll do all the other ones. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there's your Rocky references. Oh, Ooh, martial arts. I kind of really want that chessboard, like for real, so. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's really cool. Tom, I'll teach you how to play chess. Even, like, I'm, I'm the basic rules of it, but it still doesn't really, until I'm active in the game, it really doesn't make that sense. Fine. Thank God I'm only watching the game, controlling it. I don't see you guys raging the kind of mate I'm contemplating. I'd let you watch. I would invite you, but the queens we use would not excite you. So you better go back to your bars, your temples, your massage parlors. I love all the video angles in this whole thing. It's so good. The 80s video. <laughs> blazers, 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 blazers. Oh my god. Look at all the shoulder pads. Are we watching chess or football? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh. oh. Checkmate. That was good. That was good. That was really good. That was so good. 
That was so good. I'm, I had no idea that we, I had no idea that we hadn't come to a consensus on how much we love that song. <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever talked about it before. Um, I think, I think we really should, out of all the mashups we've thrown around over the years, I really think the around the world one would be fun. And I would love to start with that one. That one's so good. Oh, that's so great. I but do. we can alternate it too. It can be like the chorus of the mashup where we keep coming back like one night in Pakistan and <laughs> Oh yeah, we go off on something and it all comes back in too. Because it can just night. yeah, yeah it just keeps <laughs> looping back. Oh that sounds But so we start with that one because people know it. Gosh, yeah. Uh, you definitely it would definitely be blowing people's minds because Every time, like, I hear that song, I love it, and then it goes away for a really long time. Yeah, you never think back. of it again. It just happens. It comes on, and you're like, fuck yeah, and then it leaves. It's we could anthem. be that fuck yeah, Tom. It's an anthem. We are. We have been that fuck yeah in the past. We have been, and we can be again. We will be again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Toto's Africa, One Night in Bangkok, Born in the USA, or American Pie. Oh. <laughs> the entire 10 minute long version. <laughs> Maybe that can be part of it. Some One of us can start singing American Pie and the other one's like, no, 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 no. Way too long, way too long. Can't that's get the right. Break. That's sort of the break in the song, you know, just like, just... <laughs> It's like mashup, 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 seven minute song. <laughs> a long, long time ago. I... No. No. It's a good song. Just no. <laughs> Let's leave. Leave it alone. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, Don McLean. Uh, oh, who's the other one? Who's the other shucksy folksy guitar guy that everybody just absolutely loves? And I'm like. Bon Jovi? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Annoys the hell out of me. Love Bon Jovi. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't either. I don't either. I'll think about it. I, uh, I'm I'm too busy trying to think I've of other. I've seen I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. Not from my time. I'm not sure. I've seen lonely times when I could. See now I'm singing the song. I love it, but I hate the guy who sings it. Who is it? Oh, James Taylor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, one of his songs is about one of my mom's best friends. And then my and then my sworn lounge enemy, Buble. <laughs> Michael Buble. He's so awesome. He is awesome. He, he is really awesome. Is. It's quite awesome. <laughs> I didn't know he was your sworn enemy. That's hilarious. Yeah, I could be like Mike. Buble. <laughs> Why did we never do that as a storyline? What? Great. Oh, well, let's see. So after Buble, after the trio, and then I just went on singing to karaoke tracks for a few shows. After that, yeah, I did a, I did, I did the Goulet Torme Buble show. <laughs> That's awesome. They were all my sworn enemies where I was just like, Bublé! 
But I sang. I did a big Christmas striptease burlesque number one year to a Michael Bublé track. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mm Which one was it? Da 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 da. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. That one. Oh. And I was all in blue with blue fans. Singing Michael Blue Blay. I wasn't singing it. He was singing and I was taking my clothes off while he sang. Ooh. It was all in blue. Mm hmm I loved your outfits for that show. I loved the peacock thing. You were actually gluing peacocks. You were actually gluing fake peacocks to... <laughs> those gloves they're still on there i used them for peacock costumes since yeah i was a whole peacock for that one show we did that was the halloween show that was beautiful oh thanks that was beautiful you were so beautiful oh that's when i did toxic mm -hmm. i still have all of that so if if you still need raw footage of any of it I mean, that's been on my YouTube for years. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But I would still love our um, Halloween mashup from that show. The Halloween mashup was always my favorite. It was so funny. It was. I smell sex and candy. Yeah. How did that start? Um. <clears throat> uh. You're you're going down a road. You have no idea where you are. Oh, no, you have entered that. the velvet zone. Highway to the velvet zone. Oh, please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of filth and waste. Let's just keep going. Been around for a long, long year. Broke many men's hearts and face. Pleased to meet you. Won't you guess my name? Cause what's troubling you is the nature of my game. And then it was, I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. You didn't stop the things you do, I can't help it, the way you put me down. I can't help it, no, 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 you put a spell on me. And now you're mine. Got your spell on me, baby. Spell on me, baby. Spell on me, baby. Turning my heart into stone. A magic woman, I can't leave you alone. Cause love is kind of crazy with a spooky little girl like, like you. Spooky. Spooky. Which a woman, she's got, got the moon in her eye. Oh, I got moon in my eye. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, man. Aim better next time. <laughs> but it's okay because... I'm in six and Yeah. Who's that lounger in my chair? Who's that casting devious as in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. Dig it. Yeah. Surely is a dream.
From the surely is a boom, 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 the monster mash of monster mash It was a graveyard smash. So as good as you are. I ain't afraid of no ghost. We both forgot the button. I ain't afraid of no ghost. And then it was Thriller. It's close to midnight. Creatures roaming down on every side. I know you made me wrap that entire thing like I did. Demons. I didn't make you do anything. Yeah, you did. You guys, both of you were like, oh, Tom, you got to do that. You got to do that. You have to. And you never, like, got it right. Never got it right, you know? I mean, but that's part of the charm, never getting it right. No, it was brilliant, but it was. <laughs> but what was it? Something strange across the. How did the... What was the end of that though? Usually ghouls, not to Twitter. But no real mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Thriller. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> that was it. I think that's how we ended it. Oh my gosh! The arms. We did the arms. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, back in the day. I was watching Pretty Woman the other day, and I was singing our our thing, so that felt nice. <laughs> Winter woman. Winter woman. <laughs> I did love. I forgot about that whole build up. The ah, we had so many fun mashups. We did. I loved the hello mashup. I think we did it once. To be perfectly honest, I think we only did it once. Yeah, but it was really good. It was. Oh my gosh, I can't remember that one. I I think I can remember it. Ooh, I don't remember how it begins, but it ended with a really great mashup of um, "Hello, is it me you're looking for?" and "Hello" by Adele, because that was really huge at the time. That was. I think that was the reason that we wrote the whole thing in the first place was the Adele song. But then there were so many other ones. It was a good mashup. The love mashup was really good too. Yeah. I think the around the world one. That's that's what it is. What's in your hand? What it's is it? Still my 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 license. How many? <laughs> How many face grooming accoutrement do you need? I have no idea what you're talking about, really. I just don't, I don't have any idea anymore. I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I just took five years off myself. You really did. Wait, keep going it forward. That's great. Yeah, I think that's the one that is. 
Working. That's so creepy. Hey, babe, so what's up with Bitcoin? Something's going on. I love it. That's like, I love that not only did it have the post Me Too movement misogyny in there, but you included Bitcoin. It was <laughs> now such a timestamp. It was so good. <laughs> That's what we call efficiency of improv. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, that's Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that's the T-shirt that I want. I think, I think, I think, hey, babe, is my general introduction to most. Hey, babes, what are we talking about? Hey, babes. <laughs> I just had a friend recently express to me how much disdain he has for it when people call him like dear or honey. And I was like, oh, I've called you that so much during our friendship. Um, I think it's... I never mean it in a um, condescending way. My mom's from the South, so that's just kind of how I was raised. was like, hey, honey, hey, sweetie, like, hey, you know. But I'm not like, hey, sweet cheeks, can you? <laughs> I, I can, you know, it's all about tone. It's all about tone for me. Like, I'm... I don't mind being called those. I think those are sweet names, but in the tone... Well, no, you are... actually requested that I call you, like, dirtier things than that during rehearsals, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I want to be called dirt, Dirty Daddy and... Oh, no, God! Okay, that was the one you wouldn't do, okay? That was... Don't say Dirty Daddy! It was the first one on my list, though. I was just like, just call me Dirty Daddy. Everything will be okay. It'll just be better. It'll just be better if you do that. That was again. That was just so at the ready for you. <laughs> or you, or you. Uh, you can call me Dirty Daddy if you want to. I mean, I like Dirty Birdie, but you know, I'm, I'm not really much of a bird. Dirty Squirty. Call me Dirty Squirty. That's that doesn't work for you. Dirty Thirty. I gotta say, my Dirty Thirties have been way less dirty than my Twenties were, and. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, my 30s weren't that dirty. I don't care. Yeah. Well, now that you're in your late 80s. Back in my day, we had radio on the radio. We, I was there when radio had, didn't have a head. Yeah. Who needs... Why does radio need a head? No. <laughs> Radiohead is just a, a propaganda machine from the government. They even tell you that in all of their uh, songs. Yeah, they're okay with computers. Listen to them. They put it right there. I almost spit everything out when you just <laughs> It's all a hoax. All of their flake Fake plastic trees. <laughs> and if if we don't listen to them, they're going to send us out into space before we know it. We're going to be in rainbows. Yeah, right in there. <laughs> right in there. Right in the rainbows. They're going to be right there. <laughs> it's going to be... Right in there. 
They're going to be right there in the rainbows. Uh, and so, so what do you think of yourself now there, King of Limbs? What do you think of yourself is. there? You think you're the King of Limbs, huh? Well, don't leave me high and dry. Wow, I really didn't know that we could so guy. I would watch this guy do another monologue through an entire album. I would. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ask me, two plus two always equals five. So they're there. Yeah. Yeah, you better watch out for me. I'll be at the wolf at your door. That's for that, sure. That could have gone better. <laughs> Deep cuts here, you know. No, I choreographed an entire ballerina duel to Wolf at the Door. I love hey, that song. Hey, kid. Hey. <laughs> you know, I, I recently uh, switched from iPhone, but I, uh, I don't know. Now that I switched from my phone to a different type of OS, I feel a little bit like uh, somebody's watching me. I guess you could say I'm a real paranoid android. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're. That was a long walk. It was a long walk. Thank you for coming with me. It's okay. That's how much I love you and Radiohead. I think I'll go for a walk because <laughs> I'm a creep. She's riding out the door again. No, I was just recently watching an old one, and the I didn't. I was laughing so hard because you're like, she, you just look at me and you go, "She's you running <laughs> out the door. Slow down, I can't run that fast. No, she's." <laughs> <laughs> but the timing of you're like she's and I'm like what and you're like you and I'm like oh and I just down I can't run that fast oh I just love that that's so good <laughs> that was such a great through line remember when I ran around the whole building yes yes I do I remember that you went around the whole building. And there was a, a lovely um, amalgamation of a person outside that said my heels were fierce, and I appreciated that. Yeah, we got compliments during during a show on the street. The things we do for art, folks. Yeah. God. I gotta pee. I gotta Three sit. hours, man three hours it was worth it i might break this up into two episodes really so. <laughs> um i am are you am i gonna see you at my birthday zoom tomorrow yeah yeah bye you bet your you bet your sweet aunt agnes's patoot i'll be bye whoa because i you know i just i felt bad and i was like you know i i would feel bad spending this day alone so i want to see my favorite peeps i want to see my friends too yeah i'll be there i'll pull faff in on it we'll sit here next to one another and wish you a happy birthday hell yeah that'll be great that will be great this has been awesome this has been um an experience 
It has been. No, you know what it's been? <clears throat> it's really, really been... <laughs> Wait. Almost, almost. Hold on, that could have gone better. gonna stop this for right now this has been <laughs> it's been wonderful i've had the, the time of, of my, my life. life that's going to be song to you for your anniversary wait didn't we do a didn't we do a mashup where that was in there too or is that how we ended or is that how we ended a mashup We've had the time of our lives. Don't you remember this? I don't know exactly what it was. But we've never felt like this before. And you did that. Never felt this way. I did it. It's the truth. And we and owe it all to you. We did. We totally did the we've had the time of our lives ending at one point. For what? I don't know. I really want to know this now. That would be hilarious. I don't recall. We've had the yeah. time of our lives. <laughs> At least it was pitched. It might have been killed, but it might. We might have pitched it and we oh, killed. Oh, maybe it. that's what it was. <laughs> By the no machine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. No, I feel. And we owe it all to yes. you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but what was that? <laughs> I don't even remember. Um, that might have been the thank you medley. It was the thank you medley. Was it the, thanks, was it the thank you medley? Yes. Because I think we ended it where we owe it all to you and thought that, because I, I thought maybe it was like, because <clears throat> we definitely that. only did that one once. Wait, what is... Maybe it was the love medley. No. No, it was the thank you medley. I have... Oh, I just haven't... You know what? We got to do another... We got to do another one of these Zooms because... You know what? Before you go, I know you have to pee, but listen to me, okay? Uh, yeah. Before you have to go, I mean, we've had a great time, but... We gotta do something. We gotta do something. What are you? What are you? I'm just trying to pull up some Tom footage. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Take <clears throat> your time. Don't you have a channel? Huh? Don't you have a a YouTube channel? I do have a YouTube channel. Well, where is it? Uh, Velvet Tom on YouTube. Well, it's very hard to find. 
just like some other things. What, do you want me to find it? <laughs> Don't say that. No, no, just, no, you got to go lower. You got to, no. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. Why is my internet so slow? Oh, I know. I'm on chat video. Um, the only way I know how to get there is through my website, velvettom.com. <clears throat> no, I got gotcha. you. I'm there. I'm looking for something. Hold on. <clears throat> um, before we go, I would like to just share kind of the thing that began everything. Um, I had just come from a long festival where it took five hours to make a two-hour drive home. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, Tom, Velvet Tom and I fell in love on stage, which means we broke up. It's my favorite. Oh my gosh. This is the first show. This is the first show. <laughs> My voice is so gone. <laughs> 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 We're so good. 
supposed to be running now. <laughs> okay, brass tacks. Whatever makes you happy, Remy. Whatever you want. Oh, they always say that when they're apologizing. <laughs> You're so motherfucking special. Thank you. I wish I were this special. But you know me, I am a <laughs> I really should have brought that back at the end when creep. <laughs> creep. Creep. I just wanted to leave on a high note. That was a Oh my god. Note. It's so fun. Oh my god. Jess and I had been at the same. We were at LIB speaking of, which is this weekend. Both of us, our voices were just blown out, and we were doing as good as we could. So, you guys were great. Thank you for being a part of that. That was awesome. Thank you for having us. That was such a fun, crazy ass show. <laughs> it was. It was. We had some good, crazy ass shows. Yeah. More to come. More to come. Um, this is a blast so much that I'm going to pee so long. Like, it's going to be the longest pee I ever had. And yeah. it's my birthday weekend, so I'm not going to feel bad about making you hold it. Don't. <laughs> Don't at all. It was worth holding it. So what time are we meeting tomorrow? What time are we on? on uh, it's just one to three, if you feel like it. You know, nobody gives a shit, whatever. Okay, well, then I'll consider my... Uh, I consider this was my obligation. This is my birthday obligation, so have fun. Yes, absolutely. It's totally <laughs> fine. No, no, no. I mean, seriously, if you have other stuff to do, we've talked for three hours. So. I got other things to do. You're like, I got a lot of socks that need darning, okay? That's right. You know, I have I have stuff that I got to do. I got to re-sweep, you know? I got to I gotta go. I got to get the official name change because I'm changing my name for Morpheus. To Doug. Because, <laughs> you know, Doug just seems to, you know, be a little bit more original. You know, it just seems a little bit easier to palette, palette more palatable for the sheeple. You know what I mean? Ah, the sheeple. Sheeple. Sheeple, who need sheeple? Are the lucky sheeple? <laughs> we can do a COVID mashup. No, that's not funny. Let's do a sheeple mashup. Hey, you know, you know who eats sheeple? The Ooh. Los Lobos de los Feliz. I thought you were gonna say the one-eyed, one-horn, flying purple sheeple eater. <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, Only green lights between us, Tom. Always, always. 
And thanks to the one person that's made it this far listening. It means this, a lot. This is why I think I'm going to stretch it over two different episodes, just so you can listen to part two. <laughs> There's just too much good stuff. It's been three hours. <laughs> There's no fat. There's no fat. I would, oh. I mean, I'm sure there is. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye to the sheeple. Goodbye, sheeple. Goodbye, sheeple. Thank you for listening, everybody. That was my wonderful conversation with Arielle Hartman. Go to Facebook tonight for the Secret Grotto art modeling of Marilyn Monroe. You'll be glad you did. It's a good time. Donate to Her Cause Bail Project. Donate to Black Lives Matter, your local chapter. I don't know where you're listening to this. I'm going to donate to Black Lives Matter. You should do. There's a GoFundMe for George Floyd. Probably one for Breonna Taylor as well. Donate to those causes. And if you can't protest, donate. And if you can protest, continue protesting because it's been three weeks and the protests aren't stopping. There's a big one here in Los Angeles last night. There's probably going to be more. I can hear them out on the streets. They're happening up and down my street. People are honking their horns, screaming out of their car windows. Support these causes, folks. And change. You can do it. It's real easy. It starts with changing your mind, is all. We'll be back next week. Episode 5. I love you. Stay velvet. <laughs>